With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, this is Adam Moat from Bad Cop, and you're listening to the Ladini Rock and Roll Circus. Welcome back to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus uh, with uh, your hosts, uh, Lou Lombardi, a.k.a. Ludini, and uh, Katie Simone, my sister from another mister. How are you, Katie? <laughs> I'm doing okay. All right. Uh, if you notice that the opening music was a little bit different tonight, uh, this is an artist, uh, for those of you who listen to us internationally, are probably not familiar with. This is an artist named B.E. Taylor, the B.E. Taylor Group, and this was their breakout album from the early 80s, uh, 1983, I believe. And um, B.E. was a, a great singer, songwriter, as you could tell, a very soulful voice. Oh, yeah. Very, very soulful voice. And uh, they had a breakout hit uh, this year, about 83, 84, called Vitamin L, which we will give you a little taste of a little bit later on in the show. But uh, very sadly, B.E. passed away this week. Uh, and uh, if you're from the Pittsburgh area, it's like been really big news. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, for those of you out in the rest of the world who don't know about BE's music, Katie and I thought, well, you know, let's let everybody else in the world know uh, what an amazing, like, give them a taste of what an amazing uh, musician uh, BE was. Uh, 
So uh, I saw BE several times in the it, during the this when this album was out, and uh, it was always a good time, a lot of good memories. So uh, so we're going to be kind of doing a little bit of that. We'll be giving a little bit about some BE information a little bit later on. But uh, so you're listening to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus with uh, Lou Lombardi, aka Ludini, and Miss Katie Simone, and um, that is Ludini Rock and Roll Circus dot. I feel like I'm screaming. Uh, <laughs> all right, that's better. Uh, that is Ludini Rock and Roll Circus dot com, and uh, you can uh, every Tuesday and every Thursday is a new interview, and every Saturday there's a brand new music podcast, and that's what you're listening to right now. It is August 13th, Saturday, August 13th, in the uh, lovely sunny city of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> uh, Katie, what's been going on this week? Anything go- going on with you? Oh, just um, everything, <laughs> everything. And nothing all at once. Wow, you know. So I'm officially so you dropped a, a, some mushrooms before you came. I did. I'm officially a full time musician now. So what? So no more eyeglasses for you? Nah, I got I got canned. They can suck it, by the way. If you're if you're listening to this, good looks eyewear, bite me. <laughs> uh, this show uh, uh, episode is sponsored by Good Looks Eyewear. <laughs> yeah, um, I was unprofessional. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> You know, you're keeping it real. Katie's keeping it real. I keeps it real. Are you sure you don't want to drink? Katie's drinking this drink I never heard of before. It's clear liquid. It's called water. I, I know. What um, is that? Does that get you really effed up? It really does. It gets me effed up on life. I'm high on life. And hydration. I'm high on hydration. <laughs> hydration. <laughs> hey, got to keep the, the pipes, you know, in check. Got to keep them lubricated. Keep it all lubricated. Shut up. Keep it lubed. <laughs> um, you are listening to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus, our sponsor, Positively Pittsburgh Live Magazine. That is pplmag.com, uh, Pittsburgh's first internet radio, TV network, and online community magazine. It's also a business directory. It's a great, great. It's a great place to. It's a great. It's a great place. It's great. It's very, very nice. Very great. <laughs> place to uh, download uh, all kind of great uh, audio and video by the different members of the community. There's a lot of great information there uh, uh, on uh, health and fitness and finance and uh, marketing. There's a lot of very cool stuff like that. If you're an author, uh, there's a great uh, uh, page there called Author, Author, Shine Out Loud, all about getting your book published. Uh, you can even start your own magazine page there and upload your own swag the world to see they get about 1 million unique visitors every month so it's uh, definitely a place you want to check out if you have some wares to pedal that is positively pittsburgh live magazine pplmag.com uh, we have a great show for you today we uh will be uh of course uh, in the background here giving you some some be taylor and we have uh, our, uh some great music by some independent artists uh, we've got matt anderson alice underground and bad cop so, and we're also going to be. Uh, I'm also going to ask Katie a very important question, especially now that she is a full-time musician. <laughs> yeah. And, and we're going to talk about: uh, Do musicians r- really d- deserve to make money? Can they even expect, in this day and age, yeah, to make any money? Because so I, I got babies to feed. <laughs> really? They have four legs and little pointy ears and tails, but still, they're babies. They're my babies. <laughs> so we're going to get into that a little bit later on. Uh, let's jump right in. This is a. Uh, a very cool uh, singer-songwriter, Matt Anderson, and I'll come back and give you all of Matt's uh, details in it. Matt Anderson, Breakaway, on the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus.
Is some Matt Anderson. Uh, you can go to Matt. Uh, oh, no, it's not. It's stubbyfingers.ca. Uh, so you can go check out everything that Matt's uh, got going on. Let me see if he's. Uh, he plays a lot overseas. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, he's like all over the place. But he was in. No, he's in the states, right? Looks like in August. Uh, uh, he's in uh, uh, Ridgefield, Connecticut, Char- uh, Charleston, Rhode Island, Las Vegas, three nights. Is he coming to? Oh, Glenside, PA. Where is that? Uh, that might be on the other side of the state from us. Yeah. It, what did you think? I mean, very I really like that. That tune was it was real fun. It made me, it was like made me bounce around, like smile. Yeah, it's real happy. Yeah, it was very happy. I like it. It's a happy little song. It was a very happy little number. It was very. Um, I'm trying to put my finger on what it reminded me of, but I really liked it. Very nice, nice stuff. Very nice. That is uh, Matt Anderson. You can go to stubbyfingers.ca and you can see everything that Matt. Stop. Stubby fingers. Stubby. Is that like Stubby Peeps? The uh, one of the drummers from Spinal Tap that yeah. he he died in a bizarre gardening accident. <laughs> wow, you know your Spinal Tap way too well. I mean, you My mar- life. You want to get married later or something? <laughs> I, you know, that's that. See, guys, that's the kind of woman you need. Is a woman that can quote Spinal Tap better than you. <laughs> that's the kind of girl you don't let go. If we weren't brother and sister, well, we could go to West Virginia. And yeah, we're not far. I mean, <laughs> in that, Anna. <laughs> so, but um, 
Anyways, you're listening to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Uh, later on, we're going to do some birthday shout-outs. We've got This Day in Music. Um, so we got a lot of we got a great show for you tonight. Well, let's uh, get into this uh, discussion here, Katie, because you know this is really ironic. You know, you show up tonight telling me you got S canned from your uh, your job, and yes. now you're full time. You know, uh, you're a bum. I mean, a full time musician, <laughs> a freeloader, <laughs> couch surfer. What's the joke? How do you get the guitar player off your front porch? Paying for the pizza. Paying for the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> I'm accepting applications for sugar daddies, by the way. Um, just, just saying. Go to seekingarrangement.com. I don't ask that, me why I know about that website. That's a real thing. Yeah, Stop. Seekingarrangement.com. Oh See, I thought that I'd like find my sugar daddy like by playing at like the yacht club or something like that. Because I mean, like some of these gigs I play are glorified retirement parties. So, you know. I mean, you want a dead guy. <laughs> Well, kind of like what Anna Nicole did. I just was going <laughs> to you know? say that. You know, you want to get them just before they're ready to go. Yeah, exactly. I mean, no. she who lucked out there? She did. <laughs> but no, I'm not really that horrible of a person. Yeah, yes, I am. But anyway, what were you talking about? What were you so, going to talk about here? So let's talk about musicians and money. The two M's, M&M's. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, most, most of you guys can't get your craft together about the money. And um, <laughs> so I want to kind of get into this because first of all, I want you, and now we're going to do, now listen, I'm sort of playing, um, I'm sort of going to ask you some leading questions, because I want to get to a point. Okay. So this is nothing like against you. Or okay. I'm, this is, I'm not making any insinuations or anything okay. like that. Okay. Okay. First of all, do you feel as a musician that you deserve to be paid? Absolutely. For what? For my services that I perform. Okay. So, but nobody showed up tonight. Well, did I promote the show adequately? I don't know. Well, I do. In my own situations, I'm very on top of my game with that. But it's a two-way street. Okay. Why does your club not have people in it? Why do you, Why is it a Friday night and you don't have a soul in your bar? Okay. So. So so what so what I think what we're, what I'm trying to what what, are, what I think we're getting at is that it needs to be collaborative. Absolutely. But do you think? That, um, I mean, if you are a real, if, if you are, if you are a real, uh, you've really done what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Don't you think like you would have a great following and it wouldn't matter because even if the guy totally slacked, because look at this way, look at this way, like. I mean, there's plenty. I've actually bought co- concert tickets to shows and then uh, got a letter or like a notice saying uh, show canceled due to lack of tickets, sales, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't want to get into like whose fault is that, but how could, as a musician, how could you take, make sure, for, at least for your own, like for instance, you're working for the door, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just say for in this particular instance, you're working mm-hmm. for the door. Um, I mean, it, you're, the onus of making money then is much more on you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, do you feel at that point that you need to kind of like maybe find some creative ways or unique ways to make sure you've got, you've got your following? So, it doesn't matter if Club Blow <laughs> doesn't have, you know what I mean? They don't do any advertising. They know Katie's going to be there. Well, here's the thing. Talk about that for a second. Here's the thing that I've come to realize there are certain places that i'll play with i've played with bands you know over the years that no matter how much of a falling we have 
There are certain places that people just don't want to go. Okay. And I'm not going to name no, no, the no, club. No, 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 we don't want to get into that. That's not what. That's not the point yeah. of discussion. I'm not going to name the club, but there's one club in particular that people play at constantly, and it's got a big name, but it's a, one of the most difficult draws in town because of where it's located. Is it like far out from no, the city? No, it's, it's, oh, it's in the city, but the city. it's... Located in a yeah, parking sucks. Drinks are overpriced. Service is terrible. Uh, Sound is questionable. Okay. So I mean, that's the thing. You can have like a huge following, but you're never gonna draw there, like you are at a place that you know people like to go. So there's a give and take. It's a give and take. So in other words, so so the venue, at least at the indie level, or Mm -hmm. let's not, because I don't want to talk about like. I'm not talking about like you know major name acts like U2. Like, right, they're, right. They're on tour. I'm talking about you know got bands that are either on t- tiny record labels or are totally indie like you and I are. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, I, but that is the the, the 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 sort of discussion is you know if you want to get paid, you got to make sure that you're covering the business end as well. Right. You know, because I, I, I just, uh, and I don't want to, I just talked to a, a guy this week, um, and he has, uh, you know, he's got a, he's the only guy in the band doing, like, any of the business stuff. Mm-hmm. So he's, like, really kind of burnt out and overwhelmed, uh, you know what I mean? And, um, but, and I, you know, I told him, I says, you know, you got to explain to the other guys in the band, like, this is called the music business. Oh, absolutely. So this excuse that, like, well, I just want to play, well, that's great, go home. <laughs> Yeah, go or go to go to open stage or, you know, like play. Yeah, play in your basement or something. But I mean, at the end of the day, the hobbyists, I think, are a big problem as far as a lot of this is concerned. And that's that's another (laughs) thing. Like what would happen if we as musicians, we got together and said no more, no more like these like pay to play or play for like like totally free like mm-hmm. at least there's a cover right you know what i mean like you know um i think that um i you know th- I, I had a uh, a friend of mine i'll just say he won't be embarrassed by this i'll say his name tony janflin senior used to tell me all the time you know if music went away there was no music on the radio there was no music on television there was no music on the internet there was no music anywhere mm-hmm. you would see how quickly musicians would get paid oh yeah <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> because people would people can't because it's one of those things that we have begun to take for granted. And when we do our podcast for next week, we're going to talk about the the con, the idea of the album, mm-hmm. and, we, and we're going to get we're going to we're going to talk about the preview for next week is who's next. We're going to we're going to discuss who's next and yeah. the idea of the album. But um, you know, <laughs> you know, music is almost kind of taken for granted because it's like everywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you've got and, and there's music on TV. There's music in commercials. There's music at the freaking grocery store. There's music at the doctor's office. There's music exactly. in elevators. Everything yeah. and every anything in the world you want, any song you want is accessible online on YouTube yeah. for free. Yeah. As long as you're paying your you know phone bill or your internet bill is paid, you can listen to or watch any performance that you that your heart desires. So it's interesting. Like I've you know I work with a lot of musicians who have been playing since well before I was even born, and they're like, I can't believe that we're still making a hundred bucks a gig if we're lucky. Yeah. You know. And it's just, 
it's yeah. very interesting to see how it's kind of you know all what, what I, come what back I, to that. What I think has to happen is it's a brand. It's a it's a new world. Mm-hmm. It's a whole new world, and 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 people want. You have to. You, you can no longer just put out great music. Mm-hmm. You've got people are looking for an experience. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, I'm you know think about it this way. I mean, really, at the end of the day, it is the audience. It really makes the band, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, if you go to, I mean, we, we both, I know you've done this, I've done the same thing. You know, we walk into a place on, on a Saturday night on Carson Street or the Strip or something, you open the door, and there's like four people in there, and there, you, and there's like, and if you don't know the band, maybe you'll, maybe, but I'm just saying you don't, say you don't know there's a band there, mm-hmm. you're kind of going like, eh, this is kind of weak. Yeah. You know, you go to another place and you don't know if the band's any better than the band with four people, but the place is packed and everybody's partying and having a good time. It's like a big frat party and we're all rocking out. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, every, you know, you're like, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. You know, so w- when you have that audience there and you have that experience happening, this is why, guys, you know, if, if you're going to do a band, you're going to be an artist, and you've got to give a lot of consideration to the audience. And, you know, you got to make sure that they are really wrapped up and having a good time in what you're doing. And it doesn't matter what kind of vibe you like to create. It's, it, it's, it could be, you could do tons of things. It, does, it doesn't have to be one thing. I mean, you could, you could, create, you could create a frat party. Uh, you could create a, like a town hall meeting. Uh, kind of atmosphere. You could create like a like a church uh, type atmosphere. You could create like a very introspective, you know. Band. I think when I think of this, I think of like the bands like The Cure and stuff like the shoegaze kind of band. Mm-hmm. They create this sort of drony, sort of like trippy sort of place where they take. So people want to have this experience. You know, you know, if you're Barry White, hey man, you play getting busy music and everybody's out there. You know, they're slow dancing and they're thinking about what's going to happen. Like you're seeing what I'm saying. Yeah, and I mean, so it's, you've got to kind of give the you've got to kind of decide what kind of thing you want to create, and you got to let people know about it, and you got to get them along with you because if the if the place is rocking, you know what I mean, and then then, then you're great. And <laughs> at the end of the day, no matter what kind of music you do, you need to be in character. You it has to be a show. Yeah. You know, I mean, I can't tell you how many times like I've gone to see bands like. If, Great! I love this song. Yeah, let's take. Uh, we're gonna talk about. <laughs> let's, let's, we're gonna get into this, but let's. Be Taylor, folks. I thought that they might have a cure, but they said see you at that door. This was a uh, MTV. The video is yeah, amazing, by the way. Did that to say it's plain to see? You suffer a deficiency. Funky. Very funky. Very funky. It's got that sort of fame uh, type. Uh, <laughs> Almost kind of like a um, sort of like dirt, dirty laundry too. Yeah. Kind of like yeah. that vibe, that era. Right, right. 
But, but we're talking about um, getting, you know, creating an atmosphere. You're you know? creating and an atmosphere. And is, is the show. I mean, it's the you know, show, yeah. You know, and, you know, and it doesn't matter what the show is. I mean, people think that, like, because a guy gets up in, her je- in jeans and a T-shirt and sings, he's very kind of, like, homespun sort of. that. That's still a show. Right. It's a character. That is a vibe. That is a whole thing. Yeah. I mean, it's... But what I'm the the point I want to get to about about deserving to be paid and stuff like that, you've got to create that audience. You've got to get people rocking and rolling with whatever it is, whatever it is you decide to do. Whether it's it's funky rock like like this, whether it's singer songwriter, you know, there is people. There are people that love every type of thing that you can do. Here, let me let me show you something. I'm gonna demonstrate something. Lou's taking his pants off they're, right now, guys. Pe- it's they're, weird. They're the people. They're people that like this. Now, if you play music like that, you just find people that like that. Right. You know, and you go and you you get them excited. You get them excited about what you're doing, and then then the idea. Then you have less. Yes, you're going to have. You know, I'm. <laughs> You're always going to have those nights, and you're going to have those places where the guy just won't. But what will happen is if, if you're pulling the fan base 70 80% of the time, pretty soon you're not going to need to play that place in the first place. You know what I mean? You're going to be mm-hmm. like, our, our people won't go there, and I'm just not going to do it. I don't need it. And then you can command more, right? Because if the place is packed, you can say, look... Look, uh, Joe, uh, we're not coming in here for $5 at the door anymore. Mm-hmm. We're, you know, we'll do the $5 at the door plus a guarantee, plus we want meals, plus we want, you know what I mean? Right. Or we're going to take, see these 500 people here, they come to see me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to go next to the place across the street. See, that's where you can say you can really, you have the leverage now. Yeah, and I think it. I think that any professional musician who, you know, really does... Can put themselves in the club owner's shoes. I know it's hard to do, but I mean, if it's a bad night and you guys have a guarantee, you know, the club agreed to, and it's getting a little questionable, maybe compromise and if you know, take a little bit less. But you know, you have to you have to be flexible and you have to work with people. Um, I think that's a good point, and but you need to also use discretion. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Decide when. You know, like when that's going to be viable or when, you know, or when somebody's just kind of BSing you. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, you know, if, the, if there's, if there's been a steady flow all night, even though it's not packed and it's your first time in, I mean, you may, mm-hmm. you know, you have to kind of be, you know, well, I want to get here again. You know, you know, I mean, I've done stuff too. Like, okay, well, we'll take off a little bit, but you got to book us for the next three months exactly yeah, yeah you gotta you have to sort of like you know but you do and katie brought up a really good thing about putting yourself in their shoes because guys like they they can't operate out of an empty wagon either you know if there's no way they can continue to do shows if you don't bring if you i mean if it's the type of gig like i'm playing the smiling moose tonight all right and that is a type of gig that is completely reliant upon how many people you bring they mm-hmm. don't even there's not even a question about like you know <laughs> you know, no, the, there's no guarantee. There's, no there's guarantee nothing. The club's not responsible for that. It is on the onus is on you. You're going to play a show, then you need to make sure that your people are there. 
Exactly. Okay? So you have to know what you're walking into, too. You know what I mean? Um, if the place is normally packed and it's a snowstorm, sometimes you have to kind of compromise and stuff like that. Right. But, um, you know, we're, we're the, we don't really have time because there's so much going on. We want to do so much tonight. Um, there is, uh, there's the whole side of getting paid for the, um, that your music online or your music, uh, you know, that you sell and, and all that jazz too. So we can, we're going to, we'll get into that on, a, in an, on another discussion, but just on this, at the street level is what we were wanted to cover tonight. So I think that the takeaways here are make sure you've got your crap together. So that, like, when that club owner says, we're not going to do it and do very good tonight, you don't, you can sort of sleep at the foot of the cross, so to speak. You can say, well, you know, we did our part. We did everything we could. Right. And I think that the thing is, it's very important to maintain communication between your band and the club well before the show. Like, every couple weeks, check in through Facebook, email, whatever you have to do. And, sh- and, you know, you're promoting the, the show, you're sharing it on social media, make sure that you're sharing it to their pages so they see, hey, this band's really into it, they're really hyped about this, they care, they're doing their part. Yeah. Because then they cannot sit there and say that you didn't do your part. Right. Absolutely. Right. right. And also, we'll get into this in, uh, uh, you know, I encourage you guys to fu- uh, to sign up for my mailing list because we always put out stuff about this and follow me on social media because I also, always uh, engage in topics like this. Uh, but there's a lot of things that uh, that you can do and you can work with the clubs to create a better uh, response to. So we'll get into that possib- uh, on, a, on another discussion. But uh, we are just, you just tell us something that Katie and I both... <laughs> really like feel very passionately about you when you're talking about you know so. and i mean and worse comes to worse if they just don't want to pay you i mean you can just start taking tvs off the wall that hap- <laughs> that that uh, you've done that you maybe out a few t- maybe maybe <laughs> oh my goodness so well i tell you what let's let's play another uh, great indie band this is a band it's uh, done a little bit of touring uh, they were just recently in touring in in texas uh they are uh from the uh the southern california area this is a very cool act. I, I want you to check this band out, Katie. I think you're going to like them. This is a band called Alice Underground. This is their song, uh, Superman, from the Cambria Sessions. Price you pay, they catch you here, you're here to stay. Oh, Superman. 
right, that is Alice Underground. You can go to aliceunderground.net. Alice Underground is a time-traveling caravan of anachronistic era set in a locale that's both familiar and fantastical for the five members of the L.A.-based group. However, this has been a journey by happenstance. Uh, what was once a one-off show has now the, uh, uh, now has the quintet chasing mythical characters and architecting a swamp of cabaret aesthetic. Uh, that's from their website, uh, from their bio. This is a very cool act, and um, hopefully uh, my team can get has the uh, video to that playing because there's a great video. They travel with dancers and it's a, now you want to talk about putting on a show. A show, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. They've got a whole vibe. You know, you can see they the, the girls wear the, you know, with like the flapper kind of hats. And, mm-hmm. yeah, it's very, 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 very cool stuff. Um, also, they're all like in their 20s and extremely good looking. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> But that is Alice Underground. You can go to aliceunderground.net. I, I met these guys <clears throat> a few weeks ago. Their interview has not aired yet. But uh, they all got on. I, I think they were all on except for one of them. So it was four people in here. It was like, it was like barely controlled madness. But uh, we had a really good time. And they were just the most gracious, sweet people. And really funny and a lot of fun. <clears throat> so uh, let's, uh, you ready? Let's talk about this day in music. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, we'll do. We'll do a little bit of this day in music. Uh, well, we should do this then. Check this out. You know this song? Oh yeah. This day in music. The original, 1952, the original version of Hound Dog was recorded by Willie May, Big Mama Thornton. It would become the first hit uh, song uh, uh, song for the songwriting team of Lieber and Stoller, right? That's they right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wrote tons and tons and tons of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you want to talk about, Katie? Do you want to talk about something? What is that? Oh. Who, who do you want to talk about? Joe Tex. I think that we have... I think it's Joe Tex's birthday. I think you're getting. I love this song. I just saw it on the playlist. I'm sorry. I got really excited. (laughs) It's the best song ever. Is it really? Or was the song released on this day? I don't know. We haven't gotten to it yet, but we'll get to it. Hold on. Sorry, I got a little too excited when I saw Joe Tex there. Pretty much. Um, the Supremes recorded Baby Love, written and produced by Motown's main production team of Holland and Dozier and Holland. The song went on to the group's first UK number one and the second US chart topper. It was also the second of five Supreme songs in a row to go to number one. Wow, could you imagine? Five songs in a row going to number one. You would have to feel mm-hmm. like you were like the biggest, baddest, you know, everything. You wanna you wanna jump in with something there, Katie? Oh, let's see. Um yeah, nineteen sixty five, um, Jefferson Airplane made their live debut at the Matrix Club in San Francisco. And that's where they shot the um uh, cover for the uh, Surrealistic Pillow album, I guess at that same time, inside the Matrix. Inside the Matrix? Mm-hmm. Wow, the Matrix. <laughs> Did you take the green pill or the red pill? I, mean, that's, that's the I, I took the brown pill. <laughs> Whoa! 
Um, Nothing good's going to happen uh, here. No. Uh, Love and Spoonful started a three-week run at number one in the U.S. singles charts on this day in 1966 with Hot Town, Summit in the City. The song features a series of car horns during the instrumental bridge, starting with a Volkswagen Beetle horn, ends with a jackhammer sound in order to give the impression of the sounds of the summer in the city. I know you love these guys. You want to talk about this? Yeah, 1967, uh, Fleetwood Mac made their live debut when they appeared at the National Jazz and Blues Festival in Windsor. So, not only Fleetwood Mac was on the bill, but there was Jeff Beck, Cream, The Small Faces, The Move, The Pink Floyd. It wasn't Pink Floyd, it was The Pink Floyd. Donovan and Chicken Shack, which was uh, Christine McVie's first band. Oh, see? Look at you bringing in, like, the nice... uh, Trivia. Yeah, nice trivia. That's... and, and, and for, for what for those of you who don't know, um, this is the original Fleetwood Mac, the blues band. Yes. Featuring the- Peter Green, the amazing uh, guitarist. Uh, 1971 saxophonist King Curtis Owsley was stabbed to death by a vagrant on the front steps of his New York home. Owsley had worked with John Lennon and also played the sax uh, uh, solo on Yakety Yak. You know, I woke up the other day by the coasters. I woke up the other day and I had that song in my head. Really? I had to run down to Spotify and like crank it up. What do you want to play? You want you want to hit something here? What is this? What are, you, what are we What are we listening to? You here? don't know this? No, I don't. I was born in 1990. I don't know everything. And they call this gang to war with the forces of the law. I heard my mom cry. Okay. Okay. This the reason why we're playing this is let's just I mean we're sort of jumping around here with this but uh, uh, this is uh, born on the stake Cliff Fish the bass player for Paper Lace <laughs> and uh, the the other song that the other big hit they had was Billy Don't Be a Hero. So do you know do you know that song? I don't know uh, that song. We have to educate you. I know. I'm just like. Why you t- what kind of person doesn't know? Well, wow, we need to sit around and drink a lot of alcohol and get you caught up. Here, here's your thing. Go ahead, tell them. Oh no, 1982. Uh, I guess this. I guess that's why you had Joe Tex on there because he died on this day in 1982. He had a heart attack. That's that's. He was only 49. Oh my God, that sucks. You want to hear? Here's a good one. You guys are going to get... Because we're talking about musicians making money and everything. Yeah. Here's a hilarious one. In 1982, major American record companies, including CBS Atlantic and Warner Brothers, all made staff cutbacks as the industry plugged into the, quote-unquote, the worst shape in history. Now, they had no idea what was coming. No, they didn't. Uh, members, uh, let me see. Oh, what do you want to do? You want to talk about this? Oh no! Let's talk about no you the one before it because it's great. You like this? Get, 19, it. get it, get it, kid. In 1994, members from Oasis and The Verve were arrested after smashing up a hotel bar and breaking into a church to steal communion wine. <laughs> they were really. Desperate that is awesome. That is like the most like Brit pop thing to ever happen. Jesus. Oh, in, on this day in 1999, Mick Jagger's marriage to a model Jerry Hall uh, was was been I think had been was been was been what been declared null and void uh, in the high court in London. Neither Jagger nor Hall were present. 30-minute hearing before uh, some justice. After hearing the evidence on behalf of Hall, the judge ruled their quote-unquote marriage in Bali in 1999 was not valid, uh, nor uh, either or under either uh, Indonesia or English law, and a decree of n- nullity 
I learned a new word tonight. Nullity uh, was granted to Hall. So she wanted to be annulled from uh, Jaguar. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, the annulment avoided... Oh, I clicked. What did I do? I, I missed. Oh, avoided. Uh, the annulment avoided what had been expected to be a long and costly court battle in which Miss Hall, 43, was reportedly seeking uh, 30 million pounds. <laughs> Is that all? That's all. Oh, my goodness. What do you want to talk about? You want to talk about anything else? Um, aw, Les Why Paul died on we'll this. Do, we'll, do, we'll do one day. more. In 2009, Les Paul died in hospital in White Plains, New York, at the age of 94, suffering from severe pneumonia. Oh, man. Bummer. You know, um, Les Paul was so cool. Such a Kevin cool guitar and I player. I kept on saying because he had his own club, and he I forget what night of the week he was always <laughs> It was there. like Monday nights or something and up in New York. And I were always like, we have to go see Les Paul, because all kind of, like, legendary people always show up when he, you know, right. jam with him. We're like, we have to go one night, and we never went. And so there we are. Oh, man. This is how it goes. Um, Let's see here. Oh, yeah. Do you like this song? I know this song. I actually know this one. Uh, Today is the birthday of somebody associated with this song. (laughs) Oh, really? No. Yes. Somebody. And I don't see it in my notes here. Maybe it's down here. Get it together. Oh, Danny Bonaduce. Partridge family, born on this day in 1959. Uh, happy birthday, Dan. Oh, he was great on all those trashy VH1 reality shows. Yeah, like, yeah. My, my reality breakdown. Yep. I think uh, he was on another one, too. I think he, like, banged Bridget Nielsen or something like what? that. I mean, it was something weird. There was some kind of weird sex going on on this show. Happy birthday uh, to, and rest in peace, <laughs> to Dan Fogelberg, uh, born on this day, uh, and uh, where is that here, brand, 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 uh, Dan Fogelberg, born on this day in 1951, U.S. singer-songwriter, worked with Joe Walsh, Jackson Brown, and Randy Newman, Fogelberg died on uh, December 16th of 2007, prostate cancer, at the age of 56, way too young, guys, I know it sucks, but you gotta go to the doctor, and you gotta let him look up there, because this is one of those things that a lot of people die of and they don't need to it just needs early it needs to be caught early and they can fix you right right up so learn a lesson uh from danny fogelberg i know let's see anybody else we want to mention here um oh diamond blue smith smith uh aka pretty ricky Pretty in 1984, they were born that day. Okay, all right. Oh, and James Morrison, uh, the uh, UK singer-songwriter uh, of late. Uh, you guys know Jim, James Morrison. Uh, not to be confused with Jim Morrison, uh, was born on this day in 1984. He's even older than you. Oh, wow. <laughs> God, ancient. <laughs> I, I, I don't know who this guy is, this James Morrison guy. You don't know James Morrison? Hold a second. What, what's his song? What's I'll his hit? For, I have it. I have it, I believe. There he is. You know this? You know. Oh, I know this song. I like this song. I didn't know this was him. I just, like, I don't really listen to the radio. I just hear things, like, when I'm out and about. I'm like, oh, I like that song. He's getting that it's very soulful. Mm-hmm. You only hold me when I sleep. 
Oh yeah, this is a great tune. Yeah, he probably gets a tons of probably gets more ass than a toilet seat. <laughs> that kind of voice. All right, guys, you're listening to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. We got one more uh, uh, independent artist. This is a band called Bad Cop, uh, Gloom Bank, <laughs> Bad Cop, on the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. That is Bad Cop, and uh, they, they, you can go to uh, badcopmusic.com. <clears throat> Actually, no, it's badcopmusic.bombplates.com. Yeah, but that's a redirect. Oh, is it really? Oh, see, I thought I was, like, catching you. I thought I was looking out for you. See, see, yeah. I also believe that, this, uh, that the founder of the band, Adam Moult, if I'm not mistaken, is also the uh, founder of the Jeffrey Drag record label. So, anyways, I had a great talk with Adam. It was a, it was a lot of fun, and their music is a lot of fun and very short. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, a very yeah, quick, a very very quick song. I mean, yeah, uh, under three minutes there. You know, radio length. Exactly. Don't bore us. Take us to the chorus. Pretty much. Uh, so today we heard today we heard Matt Anderson, uh, Alice Underground, and Bad Cop, and uh, you can check those guys out. Badcopmusic.com. AliceUnderground.net and Matt Anderson's website is stubbyfingers.ca. Um, I, uh, if you guys are uh, free tonight and you don't feel like going to see Katie, 
because she's playing every night. I'm at the uh, <laughs> Smiling Moose. Uh, we are working with the uh, the Honey Riders. I love that band, by the way. I'm really looking forward to hearing them live. I uh, you know I interviewed Mark a few weeks ago. It's cool dude, and uh, so I'm playing a, a, a hipster set with uh, Timmy Clatt from the Turbo Sonics on drums. So it should be a good time. That is, uh, yeah, I think the whole thing probably gets started around nine or so down there. It's the Smiling Moose, uh, Carson Street, uh, Southside, Pittsburgh. And what do you have going on there, uh, Miss uh, Katie Simone? Um, tonight I'm with my 80s band at the Ramada in Greensburg. So for those of you out east-ish. And tomorrow, um, my original band, we're doing the uh, Heritage Blues Festival in Wheeling. We're doing a 20-minute set. It's like a competition. If we if we win, we go to Memphis and represent the Blue Society of Northern West Virginia, which would be really cool. But honestly, I just kind of wanted to do the show, so that's why we're doing it. And it's a great band. It's um, a great band, uh, absolutely. Jeff, uh, Jeff Mazzi on guitar. No, Sean Mazzi. That's Sean Jeff's Mazzi. his dad. I knew I was going to say it wrong. <laughs> Sean Mazzi on guitar and uh, Stuart Metzler on, on bass. Who's, the, who's your drummer? My drummer's name is Mark Polera, and he's incredible. Yeah, so it's a really good band. And you guys, uh, if you're... Uh, you know, what about, about what time do you guys hit the... Two o'clock. Oh, Two so o'clock. it's an afternoon it's show. It's an afternoon show, yep. So, right. yeah, it's going to be... I, I have to not get too effed up the night before because I got to sing it too in the afternoon. <laughs> it's going to be a problem because I'm, sta- I'm playing at a hotel and I'm staying at said hotel. So. Oh, I remember when um when I played in the uh, <clears throat> I, the, the Mellow Men, the uh, IUP Jazz Ensemble, and we would have to play like a like an elementary school at seven o'clock in the morning, and we would have to like leave at five to drive to the elementary school yeah. on a big tour bus. <clears throat> and like, like we were all like jazz is not meant to be played at seven o'clock in no. the morning <laughs> <coughs> anyways you're listening to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus guys um, thanks so much for hanging out with us tonight um, you can go to LudiniRockandRollCircus.com to keep, keep up with everything we have going on uh, check out our sponsor please uh, Positively Pittsburgh Live Magazine that is PPLMag Dot com. And if you love bands and artists like Matt Anderson, Alice Underground, Bad Cop, please go to uh, uh, supportindierock.com and get involved with us and help us do more to get the word out about this amazing, amazing music that is out there that really deserves a way better shake. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Katie, any parting thoughts? Um... Nothing appropriate. Okay. We're going to leave you with the full track of Vitamin L by B.E. Taylor. Um, You can listen to this video in one, two, three seconds. This is a B.E. Taylor group, Vitamin L, from their album, Love Won the Fight. Big hit uh, in about 1983. Guys, LudiniRockandRollCircus.com, and we will catch you on the next podcast.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.